Hello. Hello. All right, Raquel. Oh, yay! We all made it at the same time. Okay, here. We're here. Hey, yeah. hey! I tried to do some work, and then it was like, I clicked the button, and all of a sudden, I was in stereo with Marquita. So that was not right. <laughs> so, what's going on, friends? Nothing, uh, you know. I, uh, yeah, that was nice and underwhelming. <laughs> Is it raining <laughs> down there, Marquita? Because it's all gloomy here. Yeah, we. I just heard some thunder. It's about to storm. Okay. So, we convened this special group chat because, I don't know, uh, abortion is not really a personal issue for me right now, but <laughs> I just hate that so many people are constantly trying to take this federally protected thing away from other women. Agreed. And I just feel some kind of way about it. And you guys are smart. I I know I've articulated my own frustrating frustration, but how do you guys feel about it? Um, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, I I don't have the parts anymore inside of my body to get pregnant. So this this decision doesn't necessarily affect me personally in that way. But it affects me because I'm a woman. And I just feel like, how dare you, old white men, decide that... Repeatedly. Yes. That you (laughs) can govern my body. Like, how dare you? Raquel, what do you think? I know you got something snarky because you're always mad about something. (laughs) You know, I'm not always mad about something. Come on now. But like political stuff like this, you usually have some snark. It's true. I think the last time we did a podcast, there had been some rumblings and you were like, are you guys? And I was like, I I wasn't aware of it. But this time it's hard to not be. Right. Yes. Um... I, like Marquita, can no longer bear children, Um, but, and I will state my, I am not pro-choice or pro-life, I am pro-decision. Right. Agree. If my personal stance on it, barring some crazy, personally would not have an abortion, however... I think that it is the person's decision to make that choice with their body. That's what I feel. I mean, let's be honest. If I were to have a baby, I'd be 53 when it was born. I don't want to do that. Uh, (laughs) Would I terminate it? Probably not. But my God. Who wants to do that? So I think I get frustrated because we never hear. They make it seem like the only responsibility is on the woman. And like, this is the only choice we can have to um, do birth control. Like, and and it's almost punitive. See, you didn't take care of it. So now you got to have it, even if you get raped or whatever. That's the tone I get from it. And it's like, why don't you all do something with the men? that too but also like okay fine you're pro-life you don't believe people should get abortion for any reason that's fine who gonna take care of these babies when they come out of the mama and the mamas don't have the capacity to take care of them that's why you know they don't care 
about no, the kids that it's just they some don't. sort of control thing because it, they don't make yes. any provision for these children once they well, get here. That's the thing. I remember listening to TD Jakes one time and it was, you know, something going on with the Supreme Court and he said a lot of people they're not pro life, they're pro birth. You right. just want these people to have the child, yet you want to fight for welfare, you know, against welfare mm-hmm. and schooling. And, you know, you don't care what happens after they're born. You don't care if they get a good education. You don't care if they're eating healthy meals. You don't care if they're being beat or given drugs or, or being molested or, right. you know, all of these things. You just care that, okay, you're born. Good. We've satisfied that commandment. Right. Check. But here's Agreed. the thing. What's the deal? So... I thought of this this morning. Everybody's so pro-personal rights for the mask and getting vaccinated and all this stuff with COVID. It was all about personal rights. But somehow these same people that are championing this, a lot of them are like, well, you know, who cares about your personal rights? This is this is completely different. But it's not. It's You can't get more personal than having a human being inside your body especially if it's there by force or rape or incest or anything that is is not two consensual people planning a pregnancy. I just don't understand this topic. And it feels so controlly. And why are you know, people going along with it? I think I think that it hits such a like intersection of morality and religion and the vast <clears throat> people who control our laws and make our laws and, and whatnot are incredibly religious, right? But are and, they? Well, they want to come When they want that. to be. They want when to their constituency, when they want those votes, I think they care about it, but I don't think they're all that religious. Well, no, they don't live by it but they want to come across <laughs> as they do because half of these men that are making these laws are one probably somewhere along the lines of they've 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 probably either sexually assaulted someone they've mm. probably cheated on their wives they've probably encouraged a mistress or two or three or four to have an abortion these things have all happened behind closed doors where they will never be outed in public And so they can keep that personal persona of like, I'm so religious and morally high that I don't think that if it goes against the Bible, then we shouldn't do it. Like, well, my problem is, is it's, it's not even, oh, this goes against, that's their stance. But there are a lot of things in the Bible, like lying and gluttony. Right. And things that are considered sins. So, you know, you can't have an abortion, but yet you just ate 12 Krispy Kremes. Right. (laughs) Right. And that's okay. That's okay because, you know, well, I'm a good old boy and donuts are good. Well, great. But that's still considered sin. So are we picking and choosing sins? And it's just the ones that, you know, your constituents want to hear you say are bad or are we loving That's God and doing what God said? Yeah. Well, because if they really loved God, then they would care about the kids once they got here. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I happen to be of the belief, and I went to a ton of Catholic school 
and I even felt this then, I happen to be of the belief that they'd be fine if it was in a Black neighborhood. You know, you could probably even have a 24-hour drive through abortion clinic in a Black neighborhood and no one would care. I know, I think they're trying to save white babies. Because the posters are always these blue-eyed, like, well, girls with Jesus babies. was blue-eyed and blonde, hello. Right. Right, I know, shame on me. But I, I really do think they'd be like, Shaniqua, you want to go? Cool. <laughs> right. But, you know. Right. <laughs> Anybody else? Because there's no, there's no value in black life. There's no value in a little no. black baby. But the blonde haired, blue eyed baby, he could grow up to like cure cancer, but and not to look dark. They're always on the poster. And yeah. so that's why I'm always like, well, I'll take your argument seriously when you start putting an Asian baby or a black baby or some other ethnic group on the poster. Because right now it's always like the bluest eyed baby you could find. So See, I don't know. I, just... I, I don't even have, well, I have a problem with political or not even political politicians campaigning on you know people's rights obviously that's frustrating and disgusting but my bigger problem is really a lot of constituents and mainly churches that are backing these politicians based on one issue and it right. being abortion yeah yeah and that right. is frustrating to me because it's like do you know not- somebody doing that Oh, I know several people doing that, and it's uh, beyond frustrating. It's a whole other life that I no longer associate with. Right. But it, there, it's it's black and white for them. God said, "Don't kill." We don't we don't like abortion. We'll support whoever doesn't like abortion. Well, right. that's all well and good, and and rock on because we live in America. We live in a free democracy, and I'm thankful for that. But you also need to use common sense and you need to think. And considering you haven't been out of your 10,000 population town and lived a life. Lord. And, you know, let's let your 14-year-old daughter be raped and get pregnant. And let's see if your stance changes. It's just they don't don't think. Or worse, be raped by her father or... Like something really heinous that people right. don't think happens, but it happens all the time. Uh, and, yes. and if you're 40 and you get pregnant and your child will be severely special needs, like you should have the right to choose to right, not want to do that. Because nobody's going to help you pay and take care of that severely special needs child. Yeah. And I don't understand how that is irrational or immoral or I mean I just don't see it as a moral issue I feel like religion has inserted itself into it but I don't think I mean I've read a lot of the bible but I don't have it committed to memory but I don't recall seeing this being a topic in the bible I think it falls under do not murder they feel like if you're pregnant then that's a real baby the moment you're conceived and so then if you kill the baby then you have committed murder and you've broken whatever number of the Ten Commandments that is. But I, people get murdered all the time. Yes, they do. But and some of it know, is just and they support the death penalty. Right. <laughs> You're right. I think that's eye for an eye. I think that religious people, I'm not gonna say Christians, because I would like to call myself a Christian, 
but I feel like I have more have like a relationship with God I make mistakes I'm not perfect um I don't you know put myself out there to be but I feel like very religious people are borderline not borderline they're hypocritical and they're borderline evil people because Mm. they want to force their thoughts their beliefs on people um even when they're in the wrong and like in the bible it says god is no respecter of sins which means god treats all sins equally so my little white lie is just as big or as little of a sin as murder in god's eyes in god's eyes it's all equal according to the bible but not to these not not to not to these super religious people out there and that's where the hypocriticalness comes in because they will condone they will (laughs) they will be okay with adultery but they won't be okay with abortion they'll be okay Mm. with lying but they won't be okay with homosexuality and that's not okay with stealing your tithe money right but (laughs) not okay with abortion exactly exactly and and then they will be so like in your face and nasty about it and that's why judgmental yeah and and that's it's just it's plain evilness like that is not of jesus at all no i don't know well and what i always ask people is okay that's fine. If you want to just take that stance, you know, like, well, it doesn't matter what, what you want to do with your body because it's God's and God said this. Okay. Well, what if the government said you can only have one child? Mm. You are not allowed to have any more children. Is that okay? Or what if they mandated that you have five kids? Every household oh. has to oh. have five Damn. kids because, you, you know, the Bible says stipend? no the Bible says go forth and multiply, right? Right. So yes. for following the Bible, we should all have more than one child. More but has it occurred then and this is I'm not trying to throw a curveball, but has it occurred to anybody that maybe this is my opinion, after twelve years of Catholic school and then I stayed in with the church for a couple more years through college and all and then finally at twenty five I was like, Enough. I'm cutting off the middleman. Has it occurred to anyone that maybe the Bible is just a man or men's interpretation of uh, spiritual law? And like maybe maybe these kind of like reading it word for word and trying to make it make sense to us now is partly doesn't make sense because the world, I mean, we're still very primitive, but it is a different place. Like I see why someone was like, okay, he just killed the shit out of that dude. So let me write a law. Thou shall not kill. Cause imagine how many people would just really be dead all the time if it wasn't illegal. Right. And in, in, right. in the law comes from the, you know, the biblical law uh, of like thou shall not kill. But you know, there was a time in history when people just killed the shit out of somebody they didn't get along with or didn't agree with. So I see why that exists. Um, I see why it says don't cheat on your spouse, like because uh, people were cheating up. And, you know, like how do we keep these people at home? Oh, God said don't cheat. You know what I mean? So I mean, I get, <laughs> I mean, I get all this, why this stuff exists, but I also think somebody mentioned common sense. Like when are when do we apply common sense and pragmatism to our own lives? Like 
you when know, there are to. certain scenarios right. where you just don't want to right. be pregnant. And that doesn't make you a bad person. There are a lot of women who shouldn't have had kids, technically. Yes. And I'm sure their kids will agree. My mama should not have brought me into this world. Or once she did, she should not have been my mama. Mm. And that's the other thing. Like, people make it hard for people to give up their kids if they know they're not going to be a good parent. Like, why does adoption cost so much? You know, there are people out here that cannot have babies. And guess what? Let them adopt a baby at little to no cost. You're right. It's cheaper to get a pet. And it makes yes. no sense because it's like these children matter. And if there's someone who wants them in their home versus someone who doesn't, why right. do we have to go through all these hoops? And people are traveling out. People got stuck over in Ukraine adopting kids. Right. right. Why and is it cheaper like, to adopt a, a, or India or Ukraine or Russia than it is to adopt one from St. Louis? I don't know. That makes no sense. And it, it all plays children are commodities. I think, I think it's just another way to make some money. Children are commodities. Like, that's what they see it as, you know? Um, but also, too, like, you could, but you could save someone's life. You know, I see and understand but it's the not about rules. saving the life. But there are kids who've been born legally to parents biologically to parents and they're sex trafficking them you know so their whole theory is going to be like well this way we can make sure the child is safe and placed in the right environment and 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 that's not true no i mean i I wish they cared about the kids people pay people to take in kids and i think like if you take away that incentive then maybe some of these terrible foster parents would be not in the system you know what i mean like i get it Mm -hmm. kids cost money it is expensive. That's too, a, good a lot of money. Yes. They do. That's why they didn't have any. They like they little ATM them. machines. It's just, they just, wow. Yes, yeah. they are. And the boys, they can eat so much. They'll eat you out of house and home for real. Yeah. True. And then that's the other thing. So now you, you force these people to have kids that they may or may not want. You don't hold their father accountable at all. You got. Mm. Certain where... people, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> will I mean, be, remain nameless. <laughs> certainly for this podcast, <laughs> but there, are, there are a lot of people who have no love or respect for the child uh, support system, and well, because it goes back to hypocriticalness. Like, if you don't see a value in a child once they're born, and you can't buy sell trade them through adoption fostering it's like you're saying well i don't want to have any responsibilities so i'm not going to pay for anything and i'm not going to judge people who don't you get what i'm saying like if you're already back behind child support of course you're going to make some laws that say like hey we shouldn't criminalize fathers who don't take care of their kids i've seen whoever is somebody that i know uh personally they the the father was like, you know what? I'm just not gonna work. <laughs> and they, you know, went from being like a respectable nine to five person in a real job to like, yeah, no, you know. And then I have one friend who's getting divorced. Her husband just got a job. He had had a severance, and he didn't have to pay child support because he was unemployed. Yep. And I'm like, yep. damn. And they make you. 
jump through incredible hoops to even attempt to get child support. Yep. Right. And if you, I guess that whole, we can work it out, you know, every couple is not going to be able to do that. Because some people just are like, I don't, I don't even going to pay you shit, you know, which is yeah. their way of extorting you for having a bad relationship. Right. But yeah, I don't get it. I don't get how any of this never gets talked about. And yet we jump straight to, you know, the abortion chat and it has to be, you know, all or nothing. Yeah, but I will say, although I am in support of people being able to make their own decisions, I do believe there should be some sort of stipulation or something, because I don't think that you should be able to be so lax and irresponsible. I I don't think it should be uh, birth control. I definitely don't think... You showing up for your fourth or fifth abortion is is what's up. I also right. don't want my fourteen year old daughter to be able to go get one without me knowing. Uh, this was yeah. something that could affect her for the rest of her life. I'm her parent. I should know. Uh, I was always in support of those kind of rules, but you know, just to take it away, take away the federal protection of it, uh, seems irresponsible to me because. You know, my mom went to high school in the 50s and some young lady in her class shot herself in the stomach because she didn't want the baby. Um, people were routinely sticking hangers and, you know, like, we don't need to go back to that. No. Um, there's, there's something unsafe and, you know, archaic about that. And it's like, abortion rights are women's rights. Like, how is this so hard? What are, what are we doing that is such a threat to men that they won't leave our uteruses alone? Yet constantly, these erectile dysfunction commercials are on TV <laughs> all the time. Well, it's and so my disturbing. thing too, why are we not hearing from Kamala Harris? Why are we not hearing from AOC? Why are, we, why are they being quiet? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I think Kamala has struggled to find her voice uh, as the vice president. I don't care. Find it. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. You are the (laughs) vice president of the United States of America. Get on it. Yeah. Why are you in that position? I think she wants to be the president. So she's doing political things. You know, I'm sure. And the Democrats, quiet as it's kept. I don't know if it's that quiet. They're on shaky territory. I think they're going to really get dealt with in these midterms. Oh, I think so too. And then comes the question of why did this get leaked? Yeah, I was just reading an article this morning. Apparently the original Roe v. Wade was leaked as well. Really? Um, Yeah, somebody went back and looked at the history of it. Somebody who had worked for one of the justices back then remembered that that have been leaked uh and i think it's to do this to have the conversation before so when it lands it lands um but without much right yeah because we've already had the discussion and people are already feeling what they feel which is crazy to me that that the situation isn't reversed you know what i mean like oh we've been living 50 years 
without it and now they're giving it to us and now it's the reverse <laughs> they're gonna undo the constitution which is, right. should be alarming uh, oh it absolutely is alarming i feel like this is the first this is the string that's about to unravel so many things like if you if you kind of look at the history of how people's rights have evolved who got the their rights first women right who right. are getting their rights taken away first women so then what's next we're going to come after race then what's next are we going to come after sexuality like we're headed down a slippery slope if somebody doesn't stop it and well you got people who just aren't engaged right they're not engaged in this process they don't well, want to talk about that, it but don't you know do whatever you want but don't you take our guns right well yeah right which is like it seems like they're trying to stave off extinction in one way like we're clearly going to shoot the shit out of each other and destroy ourselves that way but we'll keep new life coming because nobody can terminate a pregnancy they don't want so that probably just by default means more people will be born but it's just it's very strange the gun thing is really strange but that's all lobbying that's all that gun lobby money oh yeah which is why so, most of your politicians are quiet on the topic because they've been brought off already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's on most issues, though. Big pharma, guns. Oh, yeah, that's a huge one. Um, you know, if men had the problems that we had, around, especially around menopause, like, yo, this thing hits you like a lead balloon. Like, your hormones go nuts. No one tells you anything. You talk to a doctor, they're just like, yeah, that's what happens. Listen, I am <laughs> 400 degrees Fahrenheit. I, <laughs> I need help. I don't want to hear this is what happens. You know, I'm on fire. And if this was happening to men, this shit would be science out of existence already. We'd be visiting our uteruses and museums. There it is. There's mine. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way a man could sit through, you know, bursting into like flames practically uh, all night long. And I started this protocol that's helping me, but it's like, I shouldn't have to read and struggle and piece together information over three years to figure out what to do. Right. But men, you know, they don't care because it's not happening to them. So there's been no research and development in the area of menopause I read for like the last 30 years they just stopped wow yeah wow and it's a a bunch of us it's like half the planet right now is in a menopausal or perimenopausal state and it's like no help and it sucks and it i does. guess i feel like my last stand is is uh you know for abortions that i'm not going to be having because I think it's 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 bigger than an abortion. It's taking away my right to decide what I right. want to do with my body. Like, it, just I'm it, just kind of. Oh, go ahead. But didn't they benefit greatly from the sexual revolution? Wasn't there like some some? You guys probably didn't do any history on this, but I grew up in the '70s. I was a kid. I was very young, but the '70s were wild. I mean, it was a lot of, I went to a party and had sex with somebody and I have no idea who it was. 
Like couples were doing those key parties. There were movies about it. Like you, you put your keys in a in a bowl, and whoever's keys match, they just go have sex. Like these were like oh, oh wow, um, <laughs> right? Suburban the good moms. old days, <laughs> right? It was wild, dude. The movies. I saw more pubic hair in the 70s. I mean, people, it was full frontal all the time. Like, it was just sex everywhere. And it's odd to me because by the time Reagan got in office, things had started to get way more conservative. And people started to be more buttoned down and it started to be more yuppie talk. Um, But the 70s weren't like that at all. So I'm thinking a lot of people really benefited from, you know this abortion rule and women feeling more liberated sexually period because now it's like you know I've got the law behind me and you know I'm young let's 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 do what young people do so I think people benefited from it and enjoyed it but it's been a tightening of that ever since I think certainly 1980 when Reagan came in things got really really socially conservative and it kept getting that way, which is weird because you would think it would be the reverse, but it, the 70s were buck wild. I mean, I look at some of the stuff I was watching on TV and I'm like, how, did I, how come nobody came in and was like, turn us off? <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that we're probably now just as wild as we are in the 70s, but it's just very much low key. Like for whatever reason people aren't blasting like their sexual exploitations out to the world but it's some it's some kinky freaky stuff happening we just i believe it i love it it's not mainstream though i just found out somebody i know goes to sex parties and i was like wait what like like st louis has sex parties (laughs) yeah they're all underground undercover you gotta learn the code word that's you like get right. in the group and they give you the code word and you know sex with strangers oh. uh, but that also might explain why we leave the nation in like uh, serious STDs, STDs. <laughs> right so. yeah. I don't know if we lead at the nation but there is such a thing as super gonorrhea <laughs> who wants that nobody <laughs> right very scary very scary right which is all connected so that's the thing. All of this is connected to the abortion talk. It's just that's the stuff that happens that makes you either need to have an abortion or consider having one. But yeah. we never talk about the sex part. We yeah. only talk about, you know, the shameful woman that's considering, you know, terminating God's precious gift or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like that is that is not where the conversation starts. No. You know? Now, how about some male birth control? How about sterilizing them? Put, put, put. No, put not even birth up. control. How about make them be accountable? I guarantee some things how do will you change. When oh. you sue the mama for having an abortion, sue the daddy too. He gets to be a named party in whatever lawsuit is going to happen because, or whatever criminalization is going to happen because the woman had the abortion. Tap that man on there too and do a DNA test soon as you so whatever's left of the blood the baby whatever do a dna God, test do you think so that'll they can go back happen? i mean no because that would be too much like right and that would be too much like right to... well yeah because that would be punishing the men and this yeah. is clearly a male driven argument right. even the women who are pro 
this movement, I don't think they're the driving force behind it. To me, it feels like old no, white because, men. And, and the people Josh that Holly. support the old white men are the women, and Josh Holly, exactly, are the women. <laughs> I cannot see that have, man. Oh, uh, he's terrible. The women who have children that are going to grow up to be old white men because they don't want their little baby boys to be affected by these laws that are going to hold them responsible. So they're always going to support laws that protect their children. God, it's just just a a really kind of weird loop in in history that we're kind of stuck in. And it makes me furious of these people who didn't vote or voted for Trump or didn't vote at all because not voting at all was a vote for him to put two two conservative justices that he got to pick which I don't even think he picked who are not qualified whoever bribed him that is what annoys me the most like how you just like like Amy Coney Barrett what qualifications does she have to sit on the Supreme Court right and then Kavanaugh I didn't like his response to those accusations He's probably a rapist. Him. So now we get to have rapists <laughs> talking, Greg about, talking about women's rights. Right. Of course exactly. Exactly. And I think a lot of, I don't know, I'm getting off the topic, but I think a lot of men, when I read these assault cases, I really don't think they understand. And I'm not letting them off the hook at all, but they seem to be confused about what is actual consent and sexual assault and what isn't so maybe they should teach that in school they're not confused they just don't want to acknowledge it well I watched that playboy thing and Bill Cosby seemed to be under the impression maybe Bill Cosby knew when he was passing out them playboys but their whole thought is you showed up to this place you know how we get down here's some pills and you just took them. You know, I'm not saying they're right. I'm not defending. I don't, I can't even come close to defending. I'm about tired of Bill Cosby. I can't right. even listen to any more Bill Cosby horror stories. This man was a menace and probably has only been slowed down by the fact that he's 85. He might still be terrorizing people and trying listen. to hump their legs and give them. Listen, all the quaaludes. Quaaludes, quaaludes. That's so 70s. On a quaalude. <laughs> <laughs> what is that the equivalent of now? Molly? Maybe, but quaaludes are even worse because I think, I don't know much about Molly, but in the rap songs, they make it seem like that's going to make you have a lot of fun. Quaaludes just knock you I out thought cold. They, that's what I was going to say. I thought quaaludes knocked you out. Oh. Yeah. They called them at the Playboy Mansion thigh spreaders. Oh, so, oh, thigh were, spreaders. Okay, thigh spreaders. So they. Just I thought you said five spreaders. <laughs> no, nothing. I was like nice. five of what? Five <laughs> 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 dicks in your mouth, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you don't know. <laughs> Sorry, oh podcast family. <laughs> but no, I mean seriously, like that that Playboy thing. I was like, these people were just straight menaces. And uh, I don't think I can tolerate another Bill Cosby story. Or an R. Kelly story. 
Yeah, his is weird though to me. Bill Cosby definitely is a apex predator, but R. Kelly, he's another great example of just being famous can get you in a whole world of, you know, hurt. Like, how in the world do you just buy a big house in the Illinois suburbs and just get, you know, 10 women to just be trapped up in there? And no one looks for them. (laughs) No one is concerned. You've got them peeing and pooping in buckets and in the rooms in your mansions. Like, that's bizarre to me. Terrible. At least Bill Cosby just raped and then went on about his day. <laughs> you know, he didn't want to house them and make them beg to go to the bathroom and stuff like that. Like that was the R. Kelly is R. Kelly's like the worst plot of a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> like if Tyler Perry really went there, because he holds back. Because he brings, just as it's about to go that dark, he brings the Christian stuff in. <laughs> yeah. Jesus comes to save us. Right. <laughs> he won't go quite that dark. You know, like, that's uh, precious territory. That was a dark-ass movie. That was. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad to have shared this time with you. 37 minutes. All right. I thought it would be short, but it's not. Oh, you smart. know, I don't know. I why mean, you get us the time. I know. Yeah, once we get started, it's hard to. Yeah, and we like talking to each other. Yeah. And then Raquel is always like saying stuff in the background. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new favorite. I think I'm going to just start saying that when I hear Just walking stuff. up to people, interrupting their conversations, wrong. and being like, wrong, wrong, <laughs> and walk away. That's better than fail.